Yes, 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 people. What's going on? Back again, as they always like to say. Raps on TV reporting live from London, here to talk the best things in boxing as per usual. Uh, this week, it's going to be a slightly quiet agenda, but I'm here with my co-host, the main man like Tom, Mr. Impression is Lions. What's <laughs> going on? Before second? we went live, but yeah, all good, mate. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, good to be back. Good, exactly. Back in the studio, um, doing things as, as, as we do. We were due to have a guest this week uh, but we won't say no names but we were let down last minute so let out a cry and, and, and tears for us guys but um, no you've still got the two of us um, we're looking forward to at least breaking down some of the events from the weekend gone and talk about what's happening this week coming up so obviously Lomachenko versus Campbell big night down at the O2 yep. uh, we had uh, the the young British Lion from Hull trying to represent uh, against high-tech Lomachenko fresh out of Ukraine um, came in and did his thing uh, decent undercard in terms of names you had Cordina putting in a shift you had Buatsi putting in a shift and obviously the Povetkin Fury fight which we'll tackle a bit more uh, in detail um, also this week, we see the announcement of the, the real news, not the fake news, but the real news, which is Joshua versus Ruiz 2 is taking place. Yep. Uh, got the press conference, which kicks off in Saudi, then on to New York, then into London. bit weird the way they've done it, but I'm sure those money guys know what they're doing, so I'm not going to question them too much. Um, and outside of that, we're going to talk about um, something that's probably the first time we've seen in a while. Um, obviously, we had the World Boxing Super Series launch itself a couple of years ago. Many rumours about what's happening with them, but thing that is good for boxing, I would say, is that you're now seeing they are collaborating with Matchroom, so we're going to dig into that in more detail when they start talking about uh, the Progress versus Josh Taylor fight, which is a very, very good fight, and it's a very stacked card. So no better place to start down at London, O2 Arena, packed house. The Carolina song was singing. I'm sure Tom wants to burst out in a battle nah, and singing. Keep but it obviously, tame this week. <laughs> we had we had uh, we had Lomachenko in town. Um, how did you feel it all went? Like his arrival into London, the sort of receptions from the fans, and then obviously a little bit of the fight night. Yeah, I mean when he he touched down the UK, it just seemed to take over. I think yeah. a lot of the the anticipation was around mm -hmm. Lomachenko, mm -hmm. um, seeing him in the flesh on mm -hmm. fight week yeah. at the public workout down mm -hmm. at York Hall, yeah. the weigh-ins, just mm -hmm. getting that fa that fan greeting, yeah. um, you know, giving, I mean, I, he signed, I saw he signed a uh, kid's um, boxing glove, etc. Yeah. stuff like that, you know, it really kind of encapsulates yeah, really. the, the type of character he is, the, mm. the, the fan base he attracts. Exactly. He does the a lot level, for the fans as well. Exactly, and he, the level of fighting, the level mm. of activity he's had yeah. especially. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I suppose just how he was greeted, um, greeted probably like a, a, a superstar really because we haven't so seen him in the UK. It's probably a long time now until we do get to see him again. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, did what he got to do, mm. handle business as usual, and yeah. goes back to the Ukraine happy. So mm. yeah, no, no, agree, I agreed with you on that. I think um, just that's on. The, I think the public workout sort of the way, and I think the reception was really good. I think one thing I like about, and I'm not trying to say this to be derogatory to him or to mm. other champions, but I really do like the fact that you know, at the end day, he's fighting in the UK or the US, so he's really trying to learn English and. Yeah express himself in English a bit more and which what is better really way to communicate with the fans get that first yeah. glance at what the UK fan base is like he said exactly. that there's no better fans than the UK oh, fans that's true, though. and I mean 95% people will agree with that yeah, yeah I would say yeah I you don't know? think you can't it's hard to disagree with that I think I wouldn't even know why you're driving you can't even compare it you yeah. see it through the TV you see the energy um, so I think definitely he's somebody that wanted that and somebody that was how can I say um, buying into 
um, what it can do for his career. Yeah. Um, and I think it can do wonders for your career because if you do have a fan base here, you know, he's naturally, he's, he's, sorry, he's, he's from um, Ukraine. So naturally, he would want to fight closer to home as regularly as possible. Yeah. And London's a great opportunity to do that in big fights yeah. as well. So um, his division's quite interesting because I think, and we'll touch on that later, but his division's probably got fighters that, that could be a, more of a possibility than necessarily having to, to, to fight in the US under top rank all the time. Not saying he will leave top rank, but yeah. no, overall, um agree with you. I thought um, Lomachenko, he, he came, uh, he arrived, he, he you could see that there was a buzz in town, a lot of people came out. So, you know, that was really, you call that, I know it was a top rank, but it was a hallmark of a matchroom show in the sense of the stars came out, the girls yeah. came out in the dresses, yeah. like everyone came out to the nines and good entertainment, late night. So I think overall, it's got to be a success. Um, getting on to the fight, yep. um, were you surprised Luke Campbell finished uh, on his feet? Um, I was surprised with the manner he 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 sort of handled the occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, although he's he's had that with the Olympics, he's won the mm-hmm. gold medal, he's had the, the home crowd behind him, mm-hmm. he's had that home, f- you know, that, that so backing. So when you say uh, the how he handled it, what do you mean? The the occasion, the yeah. pressure of fighting someone like yeah. Lomachenko, because mm-hmm. although he it wasn't a competitive fight, that's mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't think mm-hmm. any of the rounds you could say were m- like marginal in terms yeah. of you know the competitiveness behind that that yep. that fight. Mm-hmm. Lomachenko, like I mean, we we touched on um, you know he took a few rounds to suss Campbell out, mm. um, but I think that strategy he's trying yeah. to gauge that distance between a longer guy he's mm. trying to negate that mm. that reach yes and i think again the footwork which we'll probably go into more detail with mm. the the callers as well mm. how he's able to you know narrow his footwork he's able to move out of range he's mm. getting into position doesn't to, lift his feet off the canvas that much as well but does it like, so effortlessly like as well yeah it's crazy um but yeah no you, you're right i think um in terms of uh so i guess you will say you are surprised that he finished 12 rounds or you thought because I think that's one thing we've got to say, right? Yeah. And everyone kind of said, look, he's going to get out there. Some people were saying within five. Some people were being more respectful and saying, you know, later rounds, eight yeah. to ten. Um, oh, sorry to drop my phone. Um, yeah, eight to ten. But um, I think for him to finish on his feet, um, I guess, and it's going to lead into a, a second question. Uh, yeah. Not that you, I know you're going to have questions. Um, but I guess for me, because he finished on his feet, I think it shows a good job. You're right, the rounds were not close. I think I gave him two, three at best. Yep. Two early ones, and then there was one way really wobbled him. Um, does it say anything against Lomachenko? Then? Which is what I was going to say. Does, are we are we in a way discrediting Lomachenko for not getting Campbell out of there, or is it just you kind of me? What a, do you think? I mean, obviously, there's a certain pattern that we we think about, like the last you know four opponents. Um, not, well, Pedraza bef- before Pedraza yeah. before Crawler, mm. the likes of Nicholas Waters, Rogondo, mm. how he made them quit, and we're yeah. talking about guys that were touted to be mm. Lomachenko's toughest test. Mm. Maybe a lot of people said Nicholas Waters would be yeah. Lomachenko's toughest because he's tall, he's mm. long. Yeah. Campbell's the same, but Campbell's just a lot more polished exactly. in terms of his his boxing ability. Exactly and look what Lomachenko did to him. So yes. I think if we're looking at Lomachenko's reputation after this fight, probably saying, you know, we can't really judge him off the back of two fighting two Brits mm-hmm. of similar ability mm-hmm. until we step up and face the lights of Javonte Davis, and Mikey Garcia, because mm-hmm. boxing fans, they're not going to hang around. They're going to be like, oh, well, Lomachenko's beating this guy at mm-hmm. 126, 130, mm-hmm. 135. Why don't you just step up in a fantasy fight and box someone of 
supposed, mm. you know, elite status. Yeah, yeah. But then we're talking about a guy that's not a natural lightweight, not a natural super lightweight, definitely exactly. not a natural welterweight. Exactly. Talking about someone that's operating at super featherweight exactly. at his prime weight, and he's in his prime now. Exactly. So it's and that's the thing. And I and, and I was gonna say on that point, and I'll go back. I think, I think we have to say that Lomachenko is that good in terms of the levels he operates at because probably 1-3 I think 135 it's pushing I mean, it later size. on we're going to get into it yeah but I'm going to just put it out there I think maybe the Kami fight is probably the interesting one yeah. um, one because of things I'm hearing but two also the way he reacts when asked about Kami his preference is Lopez so you can't necessarily say you can't just always say it's because it's a bigger name like I would expect him to be like Lopez and Comey are fighting in December. Yep. I want the winner. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in the face of the winner so I can unify the vision. And the cement himself as the top dog. Right. Um, but he's kind of leaning towards Lopez. So, okay, that's one thing. Um, but I think he is a very talented fighter. I think you can't realistically ask him to then get to 140 pounds and then he loses and then you're going to be like, oh. He was never any good. <laughs> you you can't <laughs> say that. Level, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's just so. I think, you know what? Really, let him enjoy. And what Aram said which I thought was interesting at the time, I think actually maybe it does work. If he can fight the top guys in between the weight he's at now um, and 126, yep. don't ask me how he's going to cut weight and make weight, but like if he can do that and he can fight the top guys, I would accept that. Because I think you you, you can't say to him, like, oh, keep going up. Do you know what I mean? Like, and he, what, he fights at welterweight. Yep. Now, I know a lot of people are going to talk about Mayweather and they're going to talk about Pacquiao. My, my opinion, I've said it from day Lomachenko is not Mayweather, so forget yep. that. We don't even need to say, Loma, yeah, but Mayweather did it. Yeah, but Lomachenko is not Mayweather, in my opinion. He's not. There's, there's. I think Lomachenko would lose badly if he fought Mayweather. And I think opinion, the difference at that, that division, the difference here with uh, Mayweather or Pacquiao is that they've molded into bigger, bigger yes. welterweights. Whereas yeah. he doesn't. Lomachenko don't look like he's getting any yeah, bigger. Exactly. <laughs> in terms that's, of height, that's a great point. Yeah, not, and even just how he's feeling now, you just feel that anything more is going to be detrimental yep. to him. Um, and I also question, I think he has the power because, so I'm going to say this, I think, I question, I do question his power 135, but I think it's his boxing ability that allows him to land repetitive shots yep. that really gets opponents out of there, especially at this division. Um, because at Campbell, I was looking at some of the shots and Campbell's head was going back from uppercuts. Campbell's not going on the floor. Okay, later on he did, but I'm like, mm, okay, like, you can see that this is not the division before where he was just peppering guys and they were just like, like you said, they were just saying, no, nah, I, don't, I don't want anymore. I don't want anymore, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or he's actually knocking guys out. If you look at the Martinez fight, do you know what I mean? Like, he's actually putting guys out on their on their arse. So, yep. yeah, um, I think Lomachenko is a top, top fighter. Um, and I think he put on a show for the crowd because it was an entertaining fight. It was back and forth. But it was one of those entertaining fights that because it's in the UK and the home crowd make a bit of noise, it's more deceptive, but if we're being honest, like Lomachenko had this guy beat easily. Campbell didn't do anything in the fight. And just on top of that, I think when he did make that transition to the pros, mm. he was probably expected to get these guys, knock them out cold, like Roman Martinez. Mm -hmm. And I know the Salida fight was a bit of a, a tough one because, you know, Salida adopted tactics yeah, that were going to rough him up, yeah. old man him. Mm. But I think now with the the difference between carrying power up a weight and also just carrying a flurry of punches that can be mm. spiteful and that can have that sting to them. Mm. I think that's what Lomachenko's trying to do. He's trying to break down these guys, break their heart, but mm. not necessarily hold 
back and think that his power is not good enough because mm. I just think that, like you said, the the, the repertoire of punches mm. is going to break fighters down. Yeah. They're going to wear out. Exactly. So I think Lomachenko probably doesn't really need to... Because if, you, if you're looking at matchups and we're looking at you know fights that he's had in the past mm -hmm. recently, yeah. all the advantages are to Lomachenko. So yes. how do we then say to, to people, is there any way of beating Lomachenko if his footwork's superior to everyone else, mm. his movement's superior to anyone else, his mm. angles, the, the way he punches, you know, mm. different angles, his his experience in the amateurs. Like, mm. there's so many different variables that exactly. just you can't even give give a case for anyone that fights Lomachenko. And I think the only one that is going to be a detriment to him is size. So do we do we force him to go up in a weight to then prove himself as a, a, a multi-weight division champion. I don't think he has to move up to prove himself as a as a great because people are already touting him as a great now. So exactly, exactly. Um, and for me, I'll say it like this: I think one thing I do think, I think anybody that is confident in facing Lomachenko, because I'm sure there's some guys out there that are saying yeah they're fighting, but you know if you look at Aquilo, you look at Campbell, I think they were doing it with jagged feet. They but I think if there's guys that are confident, I think maybe those guys get a shot, especially yeah. at 135. Um, 140, I think there's too many. When I say killers, like I think there's some serious fighters in there that I think good on Lomachenko if he does it. I mean, if he does it, I'll highly rate him. I think then he, I'll, I'll give him pound for pound. But yeah, I think for me, I think what he needs is probably fight. Guys that are really... And the reason I'm saying that is there's a name and I think Richard Comey and his team are not afraid. And I think if they put on a show against Lopez, uh, Teofimo Lopez, which is due to be announced shortly for December, yep. if they're confident and they get Lopez out of there, I mean, they don't even think they'll get the Lomachenko fight. Yep. That's 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 that. So I think for me, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what happens from um, uh, that perspective. If that happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I don't I think. I, I don't think Kami is afraid. Yeah, and I think with the Kami fight, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, a boundary where he's he's avoiding Kami. I just think that if this Kami Lopez fight is not going to be agreed till December, mm. does he really want to wait around? Does he want to, you know, because by the time they fight, then the the next recycle is going to probably be March, mm -hmm. April. It's probably too long. I mean, Lomachenko yes. um, needs that activity. Although he's mm. he's he's proven himself, he's mm -hmm. won world titles. Mm -hmm. He's still relatively fresh in the pro game. Yeah. And if we're talking about big fights against big mm big killers in these divisions mm. then he needs to have the experience he yeah, needs look. to fight taller guys he needs to fight uh, broader yeah. guys to get it's that Lopez, experience right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 so and for me I mean I think you're right I think the with Lopez I think his character has probably put him on a bigger trajectory yep. than probably his ability deserved and the level of opponents probably not being up to scratch exactly. but so then you look at the last guy that he fought um, the Japanese guy and they he went the distance and didn't look good too good and everyone was kind of like pfft so I think that's I think Comi's team have to be careful with that because I think sometimes it's kind of like a wounded animal in a sense trains harder. So maybe he knows now, shit, you know what? To face Comi, I need to really up my game. Maybe puts in the work there. So I think as long as they're doing that, which I believe they are, um, it should make for a great fight. Yeah, it um, should be. Styles, styles will make Styles that because I think Comi, he he is a he's he's an animal in a yeah. sense because he's he's proven it against yeah. these guys. Yeah, but and it's I, how does he adapt to? Lomachenko how does he he really utilize his his strength mm. whereas Campbell although he was tall he's still not yeah. of that same, same stature exactly. is he yeah. so and I agree I think with you I mean that's why I think the Lomachenko fight is interesting because for me 
I think Richard's probably more of he can box, but he's more of the brawler. Like if he gets you stand in the phone box, like he's gonna, do you know what I mean? Go yep. at it with you. Um, and Lomachenko's not the fighter that's gonna stand there in front of you. So he's mm. how are you gonna devise a game plan to make sure that your second or third shots is are landing and doing damage? And yeah. it's not just about even the jab. If you're losing the jab, but you're following up, you know how you how how does that how does he get success from that? Um, I think. You know, working with someone like Rogieri, I think that will help. But I mean, look back for to go back to Lomachenko. Really, um, I think look, he's he's delivered. O2 stage. Um, I thought it was a good night. Other fights on the card, we had um, Huey Fury, Povetkin. <laughs> Huey Fury, Povetkin. Um, it's a weird one. I know uh, you got it. You guys got it right. You called it for Huey Fury. Um, sorry, you called it for Povetkin. I called it for Huey Fury. Yeah. Um, thoughts on the fight? I just think that. You know, a lot was said about in the build-up about Fury. He's only 24. He still had that world-level experience. But Povetkin's one that he kind of goes under the, the carpet a little bit because mm. although he's been knocked out by Joshua, that probably took a lot out of him mentally mm. and physically. Mm. He still remains as probably one of the, the most dangerous heavyweights out there. I mean, no one wanted to fight him before mm. the apart Joshua from, fight. Apart from Deontay Wilder. Apart from Deontay oh. Wilder. That obviously didn't go about. <laughs> I think they there was it back they uh, gave purse bids out in Russia. That wasn't was agreed. It? No, it was agreed. Did Povetkin failed a drug test? Oh, in the build-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, was 2013 or? No, 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 2016. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think um, yeah, Povetkin. I don't know. It's just like he 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 can beat up a certain level of opponent. But again, against a Wild, against a Fury, against mm. a Joshua, I don't think he's gonna he's yeah, gonna breach that. Um, but in terms of the fight, um, I don't know. It was a little bit cagey, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was a hard one because Fury wasn't getting engaged as much as you would have liked. But obviously, that's his slight style. Povetkin was dominating the fight in the sense of pushing forward, not dominating in terms of the, all the exchanges, but it was dominating in terms of he was the one that was on the front foot. Um, so you could see why that was going to go in his favour. Yeah, It was a strange one because what I didn't do, to be honest, I didn't go back and look at the cards in terms of like how the judges scored it, um, like what round by round. Um, yeah. But it was a tough fight to watch for 12 rounds. I'm not going to lie. Um, and... When I kind of think back on it, and I thought, like, like my prediction was, I thought, I thought Fury would be the younger guy, as we said. I thought we know what his style is, and I thought, you know, what he's going to have the mobility over Povetkin, and he's going to be the smarter fighter, and just be able to evade. Won't be fully entertaining, but he's going to make sure he's evasive, make sure he lands in the jab, and he's just getting the fundamentals right. And he didn't even really do that, and it was really weird because he started strong and faded. Yeah. And Povetkin just got stronger as the rounds went on. So you could have said, if that was 15 rounds, Povetkin probably would have knocked him out, maybe. Because he yeah. took some big shots through three later on in the rounds. Um, I think if it was, there was at least a couple of big right hooks um, that uh, that Povetkin kind of launched into. So um, And he took a lot of them flush, those, yeah, those right hooks. Saying, yeah, so, so maybe did that fatigue him? But it's, you know, he's the younger man as well. The so younger 20, man. And we're not talking like two years. We're talking like 15 years. Yeah. So it's a bit worrying, I have to say, for Fury, because I, I thought he was unlucky with uh, Pulev in, in Bulgaria and with Parker. So you kind of thought this was the op opportunity. You know what I mean? It's like he performed better in those fights than he did against Povetkin. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I was a bit disappointed that he didn't make that that leap. But where does he go from here? I don't know. I mean, it's a brave, brave ask for Matchroom. Um, but yeah... Um, I don't know what they do with him next now. Like yeah, it's hard to it's hard to really throw him into any pick, isn't it? Because like he, he signed that deal with Matchroom, and he's not been gifted like one of these warm up fights. fights. Yeah, but he didn't want didn't want it. Yeah, just wanted the the toughest of tests. 
So maybe that's just maybe his naivety at certain in certain sense. Yeah. I don't blame him. I don't fault him mm. and the rest of the yeah. team. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Peter is a Peter Fury is able to mm. navigate him in the right way. He's still yes. young, so he still can yeah. make a, a, yeah, an exactly. impact in the division. But I think just making that distinction between domestic mm. level, we saw his performance against Sexton. Mm-hmm. It was it was very good. Yeah, it was quite a deceptive. Exactly. You know, got rid of him, but then he steps up against a Povetkin, and it seems like all the the hype and the anticipation. He just leaves it too long, and it's like, well, the, it's like four or five rounds in, and it's like he hasn't made an impact. So, yeah. I mean, he's not, like, and that's what I mean. He started well, but he didn't do anything. It wasn't sustained. It wasn't sustained. And no. It wasn't even like it was just better because Povetkin was probably just figuring them out, working out to close the distance. You know, what I mean, getting getting within the range, um, and I think that was really uh, the key thing for it. So, yeah, very disappointing. But you move on. Um, so also we had, I guess you could say, controversial element of the night: Edwards versus Martinez. Yeah, a bit WBC. of a weird one, wasn't it? Bit of a weird one, um, but I don't know if it's wrong. Because um, I was reading the feeds and it was saying how, I mean, Edwards put down the second round and then next yeah. thing you know, it's been ruled a no contest by the WBC. But I suppose when you're, when you're seeing stuff like that, it's not really, it's not nice to see, you know, illegal little blows, you know, illegal blows. do that, you win the fight. Wins the fight. It's as simple as that. You don't do that, you win the fight. So that's why I'm like, yeah, it's... it's um, Did you anticipate, like, you know, Charlie Edwards to be kind of having to weather a storm that early on in the fight? Or do you um, think... Yes and no. Um, I thought this guy was... I'm sure he even said, I said, this guy's not coming to, like... To lie down. Yeah, I thought he's coming to bring smoke. But I thought, because of the way Charlie... Uh, I know it's obviously clearly different levels. I'd not seen Martinez fight, but it was clearly different levels. Um, But the way Edwards handled Marino, he impressed me because I didn't think he would be able to... Uh, maintain that sort of a sustained pressure yeah um even we saw edwards couldn't deal with it when he had his fight um and i was quite impressed with edwards how he how he got that defense so i thought yeah you know obviously i can see what they're trying to do with him as well so i thought they're not going to serve him up um to a guy that's going to take him but i didn't realize this was a mandatory so when i saw that i was like ah okay makes a bit more sense now that this was a mandatory um yeah. and it was a selby fight that would have it would have been Selby that could have been this guy's mandatory, but Selby lost to yeah um, to Martinez. So yeah, um, I thought it was at first a bit controversial. I was like they're taking a piss, but when the replays came on, I thought it was right. And I also think a lot of people are saying, "Oh, what's this replay?" I think you know what I think it's good. Then there are a lot of sports moving into this arena where they got replays. If something's blatantly unfair, then address it. Um, yeah. It's a no contest. Do I think they'll take the rematch? Probably not. Would they vacate or pay Martinez to maybe move to a different division? I mean, I'm not putting words in anybody's mm-hmm. mouth or ideas in their head, but yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, it's more than likely because um, WBC is a prestigious belt. What other title does he get? I mean, Edwards is saying he potentially wants to move up a division. I mean, with respect, it's not like that That division is full of um, super flyweight. It's not like it's full of soft guys. I mean, okay, fair enough. You can make the uh, your fight fight, but... Do you know what I mean? You've got Estrada. It's still a got, risky fight, though. That's what I mean. There's still, still some guys in that division, so I'm not really too sure, and I don't like all that. I mean, it felt for him, it was like, okay, you lost, and now you're saying that. I don't really like it when fighters say that, um, but yeah. again, it is what it is. They... But then just to touch on the um, the VAR, do you think mm-hmm. that we should like implement that in the sport? Because obviously we've seen with football, there's been a lot of criticism, like, oh, it ruins the fluidity of the game. Do you think stuff like that, especially... Stuff that's not objective, it's, mm. it's subjective, and 
judges can't really see exactly. any way to over, overthrow the decision exactly. or say pundits after the fight they're debating about mm. you know even the minuscule of uh, difference in opinion yeah. do you think that needs to be I think so I think especially at the top level um, I mean obviously like VA you can't implement it at all levels yeah um, so I think look for world title fights similar to like VADA testing I, I don't see why not um, it is on the WBC so you will see that in WBC fights um, yeah I think as well, I want to say the WBA, but I'm not too sure. I'm not confident on that. Um, so, you know, for me, I think, yeah, it's not a bad way to go. I don't know. What's your thoughts? You think it's... Um, yeah, I think for, for decisions like that, especially when you've got someone's, I suppose, future and livelihood on the line, mm -hmm. you you want something to produce a clear and concise uh, result. Um, but like, then it kind of opens the debate about, especially for this example, Edwards against Mart uh, Martinez, which, where did the fight look like it was going? Was it swinging towards... Oh, Martinez. It was swinging towards Martinez. Yeah, yeah, I think we can fairly kind of yeah, say that. 100%. Um, and That's what I'm saying. But his, Martinez is the one that fucked it up. Exactly. So it's like, well, you need to take that into consideration. Exactly, like, what's, yeah. the, what's the level of um, procedure that needs to mm. be put in place? Especially, mm. like you said, world title fights. Mm. But is it going to be overused? Like in, in certain things, is it going to be like, oh, when you're having a clinch, is someone going to throw a cheeky elbow in or... Uh, a, but then they'll know. lose the fight. It depends. I mean, it depends. I get the way you're saying it, but like, I don't, if you do the action, that's why I think in football it works because, <clears throat> I mean, okay, what you're saying is, so in the reverse would be if Edwards had knocked down Martinez and as he knocked him down, he punched him. Would the ref rule it as a no contest? I don't know. Maybe in that sense, they'll probably say you were losing. He's the champion. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a little, I, I suppose, comparing so it to football is yeah, a bit that's different, isn't That's why I don't think there's as many scenarios because it's just the two individuals. Exactly, yeah. And not other things, do you know what I mean? And a smaller square circle. I'm not saying the judges or the refs don't need help, but I just think, I don't think there'll be that much controversy around it. Like this one, I don't think anyone's arguing, in my opinion. They did the replay. I know the Martinez's team are, but I think even they must be like, yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, like with boxing, it's like when you have a knockout, it's a definitive result, especially yeah. like football. If there's a penalty and it's it's overruled, it's definitive. But yeah. I think with stuff like this, a lot of boxers know that they're not going to act in a certain way to, to ruin their opportunity. Because exactly. I don't know what was going through Martin's head. He had him flawed. That's what I mean. Would he have got, like, would Edwards have got back up to his feet I, and I been mean, on I, unsteady legs? We don't know. What I'm saying. So, I don't even think so. That's what I'm saying. Literally, I don't even think he would have got back up and been on. So it's crazy. Um, so the other one we're going to talk about, um, Boatsy, uh Ford, yeah. um, another one slightly controversial. We didn't do see a replay on that. No. Um, so it has to be WBO because WBA, he fought for the WBA. Um, international. Um, Ford claims it was a low blow. Um, I'll be honest, it was... But Matter of time, I think, until Boatsy got to him. Yeah, I think the first, I mean, first was probably... Yeah. The first definitely was a a, pro, uh, a yeah, proper, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly, soccer punch. wincer. Um, yeah. But the second, I suppose, probably was borderline low. But then that's mm. up for debate. I mean, yeah, exactly. is he really going to complain too much? Because I think if even if Boatsy had landed one more mm. shot on the button, it was probably yeah, going to be yeah. him taking a knee. Exactly. So. so, yeah. So for me, I'm like, um, Boatsy looks okay. Um, I think he moves on from here. Um, just got to go and do his thing now. And... Uh, yeah, we'll just wait and see because I think with him, it's a weird one with Boatsy. I think he's still going to go on and do good things, great things. I think in a weird way, strangely, and you might say, what? But I feel like he's going to have to come out of Yard's shadow just a little bit just because although Yard lost, he went to Russia, he did such a big move. 
I think you're going to be waiting for Boise to do anything to match that. I think anything that doesn't, I think you're kind of saying, mm. so now he's got this WBA international, does that, where does that put him in the rankings? Does he look to warm up against some more sort of like seasoned uh, names, veterans, if yeah. you like, your Chilembas of this world? Um, I don't know. That's probably the most interesting thing for him. I think, so yeah, the, yard, the, the yards for me, I think he's in a weird way affected Boise's career purely on the basis of, Boatsy now is going to have to go at a slightly faster pace. He probably wants that anyway. Yeah. He's going to have to go at a slightly faster pace now. He's got the WBA International and you've got a local rival, which can potentially be a big fight, but go and show us more of what you can do on an international stage. I, so. wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say he, he has to go down, a, like he has to be fast-tracked mm. like too much. I think mm-hmm. he's seen Yard go over to, to Russia, mm. inexperienced at the time. Boatsy's got I mean got all the exposure all the profile behind him mm. uh, you know of to actually for boxing fans to to believe he's going to make it as a mm. as a world champion whereas I think with Yard it was a bit of you know there's a lot of talk there's mm. a lot of hype there's yeah. a lot of you know um mm-hmm. over overdoing it at times but I think with Boatsy he's level headed he's mm. he's handling his business and I think an opponent like Ford yeah. there was a lot of criticism he come down from 175 exactly. yeah. he ain't a big he ain't the biggest mm. of guys so mm. Um, I think Boatsy's probably got a bit. One eight five. Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. no, no, one one seven. Was it? He came, no, he up, came, he came up, up from. Sorry, okay, so he came from up. super middle yeah, to yeah. fight. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, and yeah, I suppose we just kind of have to wait and see with Boatsy. It's like a, he's he's unraveling at at this present moment. He's that's probably going to get there. So. And that's that's why I, 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 I and I get what you mean about the fast track. And I guess probably that's what I'm saying. But I think. Yeah, I'm standing by in it. I'm standing by it because I'm just like, he's going to be in yard shadow. So as long as he accepts that, I think that's probably fine. Um, but I think until he does something that matches yards, sort of like, yards, in, no matter what, he's now put a stamp on what he wants to do or what he's at least tried to do. And I think yard, perhaps he's it's like, okay. Before, I think they were neck and neck. You know, yeah. a year ago, you could, every, six months ago, everyone would say, oh, perhaps is the best light heavyweight. Yeah. I think people will still say that now, but they'll be like, yeah, but Yard, you know, I think Yard's name can come in a conversation. And he took that risk. And even though he fell up short, he still proved himself. He was able to sustain the... Well, he's just... Exactly. But I think think it's literally just that. He puts his name now a bit more. It gets a bit, as they say, puts on, they put respect on his name. Um, So, yeah, so outside of that, this week we've got the uh, Joshua Ruiz press conference number two. It's really, really happening. I can tell you they're all on their flights over to Saudi Arabia for the first press conference. Something different, something new, something special, mate. Yeah, um, it's a media tour, isn't it? Yeah. I so, mean, um, I mean, look, that's the way big fights happen now, media tour. Yep. Um, we can presume we won't see anything like McGregor and Mayweather. No, that's exactly... I was going to come on to that, yeah, but, but I can't I, see I can't see that. But we, if we go back, Miller and Joshua was a bit tasty, or Joshua Miller was a bit tasty, especially the first one in New York. Was it the first one? Yeah, the first one. So this one is going to be interesting because everybody's kind of said Ruiz played the game, very humble, very kind, looking like the kid from Up, you know, very soft, chubby. (laughs) Um, This time he's been a bit more mouthy in between. Um, Expecting any tension? Yeah, I mean, I I can see there being tension. And also I think there's a lot playing on Joshua's mind. The Mm. whole Lennox saga, Mm. um, the pressures like he, when he um, let out that... um, documentary about him telling the untold truth mm-hmm. the excuses that he's he's come out with mm. but i think ruiz is not gonna i think ruiz is gonna be 
a bit hostile mm. because I think he knows that Joshua hasn't given him respect or credit mm. for the especially after that comment with comment the, lucky the punch. Birds. So mm. I think Ruiz has every entitlement to to make it a, a feisty mm. conference. And because it's now in Saudi, people are a bit disengaged, disenfranchised from it being out in somewhere where it isn't really new. It's neutral territory, but to mm. them, it's like, how am I getting out of there? Sort of mm. thing. And I think to to spice up the fight, they're probably mm. going to need to make it a little bit. Yeah. You know, a bit of tension there, but mm. like Ruiz doesn't really need to do anything, does he? Mm. He he's he's the champion. Yeah, the rematch will come around. Yeah, All this point. trash talk and press conference bravado mm. doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna it's lock good for us though. It's good, for, and, and I, I think you know what. I can, and you are right. I mean, we all know it doesn't mean anything, but I think it's good for us. And I will tell you, why I think it is good if we can get a bit of spice. Um, yeah, because and that reminds me of something. But I think the reason it will be good because I think this for me probably is the biggest heavyweight fight, probably maybe even the biggest fight of the year, um, like in terms of anticipation. I think you don't know what could happen. Joshua could come in, show you everything, that the first one was a fluke and smash yep. him. Could do, or yeah. Louis like, yeah, you, you sure? I'm going to show you that I'm the fucking bad boy and smash Joshua. Like, it could, it's going to be cagey. So I just think a bit of spice, a bit of like needle, a bit of like this... Joshua, Lennox Lewis is a clown talk. Ruiz talking about fake news and listen, I'm the real champ now. You had your chance. I think that will be fantastic if I'm being honest with you because then I think they will be able to convince people to go to Saudi Arabia because I think New York would have had a ton of casuals. Do you know what I mean? There was JD planes, all this kind of stuff going on. Like, So the ton of casuals coming from all across the country. Don't think that will happen for Saudi, but I think a bit of spice will generate more interest. That's my point. Do you think... Joshua making the the press conference, the the media tour a bit more chaotic. Do you think that's going to put a bit more pressure on him though? Because like obviously the UK fans kind of know what Joshua's about. When he is like all this sit back, humble guy, people take a different perception to the guy that's again when he engaged with Miller, mm-hmm. it was a lot of on your in your on your in your face, on mm. your chest sort of thing. Yeah. And he and he reacted, didn't he? So maybe for, especially with Ruiz being a lot smaller than Joshua, mm. if he kind of you know treads on his toes you yeah. might see something different yeah and I, and I hope I've, and I doubt I mean it'll be never get physical because it's too much money to earn yeah, in the and do it on a press conference stage but I think the positive no positive is not the one I think the benefit for Joshua is any day everyone can say oh he's not usually like this or he's this that you're looking at Joshua from a position of a loss so yeah. we're looking at a guy that's lost his belt so he's frustrated anything he does now this is what I'm saying it's kind of like a clean slate for him anything he wants to do you can just put it down to, he's pissed off now. Yep. Because like, even the Lennox Lewis thing, you know, and I said to someone, and I did think he should, I don't like the fact he attacked him so publicly and the format he did it, or the platform he did it. But okay, he's entitled to say what he wants to say. He's a man, yep. just like Lewis is a man. Um, but what I will say is that maybe this is the delayed frustration because when he lost, everyone was like, oh, it doesn't seem like someone that's pissed and this, that. But now, you know what I mean? Now the days are moving and he's like no matter what they say they weren't in full control of the contract Ruiz was able to pull some strings just to get more money and to change the location that's why the fight's not in the UK yep. and he got his extra two whatever much it was um, I just think yeah there's frustration there. and I think this is the frustration of the loss so I think anybody that does say he's not usually like that I think just remember now you're looking at a guy that's lost not that's had it like you know what I mean knocking out Klitschko 80,000 Cardiff 90,000 it's, it's, it's tough for him now. Yeah, I think what's going to wind Joshua up the most is because I think when he did take that loss, he was he 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 wanted the fight to be back in 
at MSG to, mm. to get that redemption the right way to, mm. to beat someone that's beaten you on their home turf. Mm. But now because the fight's in Saudi, mm. Joshua beats Ruiz, say, in a boring fight, a 12-round mm. fight, goes the distance. Mm. He's not going to get the credit compared to something that's been replayed mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. He's beaten him then fair and square. He's mm-hmm. not had to make any excuses of location, preparation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both getting adequate amount of time to prepare for this fight. So yeah. if anything, in my opinion, I think Ruiz is going to get stronger mentally mm-hmm. and physically. Yeah. He's in the right sort of uh, frame. He's got the right framework. He's in camp. He's he's preparing for someone he's already shared the ring and got his number. I mean, and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's a wicked and this is the biggest fight because... You've got all of that. I mean, just to be fair, I think you've probably got it slightly wrong. Just Ruiz is a bit, he didn't start camp as early as he should have. He's definitely been enjoying, which is natural with all the money he's earned. Um, and, you know, there was this thing, and I said, to, I saw you saw um, he threw a, he, he's like, oh, he's throwing birthday parties, da, da, da. Yeah. but people don't realize it's his birthday next month, probably this month, yeah, because it's September now. Okay. So he actually threw the party earlier so that he doesn't celebrate during camp, which I think is, is, is shrewd in my opinion. Yeah. Um, well, it shows a bit of attention to detail. Um, it's what weight does he come in? Does he try and lose a lot of weight and come in a bit muscular? Does he, I think he should do the same. But I think the difference is that Joshua, I feel, will come in leaner. Um, do you think that's, a, that's, that's what he needs to do? Be, he needs to do that because he needs to get rid of the muscle, especially against somebody like Ruiz. I mean, look, Ruiz is showing you the muscle don't mean nothing. Yeah. Like literally Ruiz is showing you the muscle doesn't mean nothing. So yeah. I think... He can lose that a bit and make himself a bit more nimble um, and more agile. And yeah, look, he can win the fight, not easily, but he can win the fight if he uses the tools that he's got and the boxing fundamentals. Long jab, all night, one, two, variation, couple of combos, keep it long, move around the ring, ding, ding, round one done. He can do that. I think because you're not talking about as much as he got knocked out. I think if he can avoid that punch, that top of the head punch, then I think he can win the fight. That's why I think it's 50-50. I think with this one, it's a bit different because, I mean, Ruiz is kind of an opponent, which is something you wouldn't want to give Joshua, Mm. you know, every day of the week. He's Mm. he's a bit too, you know, mobile. For for a big guy, he's mobile. Mm. He's able to add pressure he's mm. able to move in and out of distance mm. i think if it was if you're we talking about fury coming in overweight trying to fight joshua and mm. play the same game it'd be different because mm. i think fury's style you can't really teach it it's, it's mm. he bases his style of mobility yeah. being leaner being mm-hmm. you know fitter he's able to move a lot quicker whereas ruiz i think he'd come in at any weight and he'd still be able to mm. apply the pressure throw mm. punches in bunches throw six seven shots where we don't expect it and joshua's mm. gonna have to adapt to that whereas yeah, I mean, in terms of a comparison, I think Ruiz has got got all he needs in front of him. Mm. He's got Joshua's number. I don't think Joshua can do much. You can't teach. So you, you think it's it Joshua? Do you think Joshua loses? I don't think Joshua win, has. I don't think Joshua has a chance. If these both fought six days a week, I think Ruiz beats him every day of the week. Because yeah. I just think that styles wise, you've got a guy that's small. He's he he might not look the part, but why does he have to give Joshua that added incentive to? To, to come in leaner when he can just he can go in there mm. be still the same shape I mean Manny Robles will have you know p- produced the game plan again to be show the pressure mm-hmm. put it on Joshua as quickly as mm-hmm. possible it doesn't matter if Joshua comes in a stone light lighter mm. if, if if Ruiz is on your chest and he's throwing punches mm. it doesn't matter if you're a stone lighter stone heavier mm. you've got to be able to negate that and you've got to be able to move and Joshua's too robotic to to move in and like move around the the target, I just think Ruiz is very good at cutting off the ring. He's very good at walking guys down, 
and just not having a care in the world about it. He can do that and he can he can create a barrage of just absolute something that you just can't, you know, mm. can't deal with. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um being in Saudi, how they're gonna both you know, adapt to the climate. Is that is that something that's gonna make Joshua feel a bit more <coughs> uneasy because he's never experienced that? I know he goes out to Dubai for his little mm. in between camps and stuff. It's same with Ruiz; he doesn't go out to Saudi or to you know a hot climate mm. very often. So there's a lot of variables for this fight. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction. I think Ruiz beats him, uh, yeah. but that's up for. So yeah, we've got that to look forward to, and the press conferences um, should be very interesting. Yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing how that that kicks off. Um, so then, yeah, last uh, last topic is the World Boxing Super Series collaborating with Matchroom. So their headline fight, which will be Regis Progress versus Josh Taylor, um, final. Um, yep. Great, great, great lightweight, um, great fight. Um, but also co co main card will be uh, Chizora versus uh, jo- Joseph Parker. Good yep. fight. You've got Coley fighting Ngumbu for a European cruiserweight. You've got Selby versus Rick. Burns, am I right? Burns, Ricky yeah. Burns, I'm like, a, damn. That's the one I thought. I thought it was a, you know what I mean? Like came out of nowhere. Yeah, so um, unexpected. Very um, interesting. Uh, yeah, very interesting to get more details on that. Um, uh, but yeah, so got that fight taking place. Um, thoughts on the collaboration and the card? Yeah, I mean, I was happy to see that. Um, you know, Josh Taylor Progray is going to be again in the UK, so that mm. gives us a an added incentive to go to that. And mm. uh, yeah, it's going to be a. I think that's probably card of the year arguably mm. um i mean great fights all across the board you've got a world title f- well a multiple world title fight and ring, ring magazine super lightweight belt on the line mm. got the european on the line mm. um chisora parker probably be for an eliminator so yeah no it's all around a, a top top card mm. um and again that that main event is something that we we don't know who's really gonna exactly. gonna win that fight progray mm. is someone that Again, goes a bit under the radar, mm-hmm. a little bit underrated in terms of his his ability. I think he's a good fighter. Good fighter. Mm. And uh, Josh Taylor, he's proven it. He stepped up the ladder. Yep. You know, had the postal fight. Yep. Then stepped up against Brancic. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah he's, he's got his chance. So. He's, done, he's done what he's needed to do. Done it um, the right way. And um, obviously beat O'Hara Davis early on as well. So really looking forward to that. Um, Chisora versus Joseph Parker. Thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a it's a good fight. I wouldn't be surprised if Chisora pulled that one off. I know that's a weird because he he seems to be going off like a different trajectory. He's he's improving against Spilka. Yeah. I mean, he's no one it. expected him to Knock blow him out, yeah. him out of that. In that I think he's, he's on it. I think that he's on it. That's the key thing. His belief is there. He's and the thing is, I think sometimes and I've and I'll be honest, I've always said this. I said, look, Chisora is a good fighter in the sense of that he has fought at world level. He's just lost. When he applies himself. And not even that, he's just lost. So, yeah. but I think sometimes people take too much into his loss and, and don't look at who he's lost against. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're talking about the Klitschko, you're talking about Furies. Guys, we realistically know David Hay. We know these guys are good fighters. Do you know what I mean? They, they were the top of, of their time. So I think he got a bit of a hard rap from that, but I think he's definitely getting this new lease of life. I'm not sure what's going on. I know he said some things, but I'm not sure what's going on in his personal life, but seems to be have a positive influence. Working with Dave Coldwell seems to be doing maybe working on new training, keeping the body revitalized as well. Exactly. I think he's out in LA as well at the moment. Change up a bit, change a bit, change the scenery, and so yeah. I mean, I and if you know what, it's not for Parker not being a good boxer because Parker is a good boxer. You know, I think um, he, as everyone will always say, he's got fast hands. Um, I think we've just seen enough in the Dillian White fight 
So it's about Chizora's stamina, but I think we've seen enough that, like, Chizora, he's going to be up for it because it's a big fight. He knows that. Yep. I think they're doing it pay-per-view as well, pay-per-view. but it's a big fight, right? Yep. And he can potentially bully Parker because we've seen that in the Dillian White fight. And I think to myself, you know what? You're right. I wouldn't be surprised if he, even, if he stopped Parker. Stop and I'm not going to give my prediction now. I want to see how the guys are moving into it, like how they're speaking, but... I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's a cracking fight. Um, and yeah, and I'm really excited to see what happens uh, with that one moving forward. Um, and that's it. Like, if Chisora has something he can get up for, then it's a whole different ball game. Different ball and game. imagine what he would have done if he did was in the right mindset, the the right condition against these guys. I mean, I think he was. The, I, I know you're right, actually. He probably wasn't as much. But I just think you, timing for everything. I don't even think you, we can even hate. I think now's the right time because he was fighting guys at the time. It's like, even if... You know, we still don't expect him to go in there and fight Tyson Fury, no. Deontay Wilder, Joshua. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think he's always going to, you know what I mean? But I think these other guys, do you know what I mean? Like, if he beats Parker, I wouldn't even mind if he says, you know what, give me Luis Ortiz, man. Like, exactly. That do you know mean, what I mean? Yeah. And he's he's got nothing to lose now. He's at that stage where he can mix it with these guys. Yeah. And if he pulls off a win, yeah. if anything, his profile goes through the roof and people still support him and still probably will be shouting for him to get a, a world yeah, title so, shot. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it's more than possible. I think it depends. We, yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's why this, this fight is very interesting because, yeah, basically... One guy's going to keep a whole load of belts again. And then next year, we look for some type of unification. Um, so, guys, listen, we're going to wrap it up uh, today. Quick, short show, yep. mainly because there's no boxing to report this coming weekend. So, apart from last weekend, there's been a lot of gossip, a little bit of news. Um, but I appreciate all the support online. Keep watching. Keep tuned. Make sure you follow our social media uh, tabs, at Raps on TV. Facebook, and, um, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all of that. Shout out to Rafi as well, who's not here today. But, again back soon back soon so guys take care god bless